everyone, it's Night of St. Traft. Welcome back to the Idiot Brewery, and uh, I'm joined here by two of my normal co-hosts. Hi, I'm, I'm Night of St. Traft. God, I hate both of you. <laughs> I like that we both had that thought uh, at the exact no, same time. No, I'm, I'm joined here by the Grolin and Next Door Lolly, but we also have a special guest this week as uh, Aiden could not make it. So we have uh, Sir Woodsy hanging out today, so... Uh, sure do. I, and I special guest star Night of St. Trav. I, I apologize to anybody who is offended by his uh, profile picture. It offends me. <laughs> it offends a lot of he us. He refuses so. to change it. He does. Your apologies not accepted. <laughs> I, I don't see a problem. Uh, yeah, it's sure. Just a, it's just a dog. Like, sure. come on, guys. Yeah. Guys, it's just a doggo. Just, just, okay. just, just a, a doggo. So, uh, we'll go ahead and get started then. Is... Uh, is anyone ready? Like, do they have a deck just ready? Ooh, I am ready. Ooh, I do have a deck. My Ooh, body is ready. I've got a deck. God, everybody's jumping on this Everybody's one. actually on top of it for once. That oh never, God, happens. It never happens. I always volunteer to go okay, first. That's so, just my um, character shtick. Fogles, Jack, then. I'm going to yeah. have you go first. All right, all right. I got a great deck for us today. This is... It, it can win. It went 4-1 and one on untap one time. All right, so... It didn't even 5-0. <laughs> Well, match five, I played against someone who knew what they were doing, so... (laughs) I hope no pieces of tech have been introduced in the last, like, September, October, four months, because I haven't updated this list in four months, but I don't really think it needs updating. So, do you like infinite combos in Modern? Yes. Oh, boy, I do. Do you like using those infinite combos to just one-shot your opponent? Yes. Go on. (laughs) Do you like an infinite combo that can't actually work until turn five? No, wait, Keep no, going. I can wait, only on. get so erect. Keep going. Wait, no. Do you like four mana artifacts from Aether Revolt? Wait. Oh, Wait no. a minute. Really? Wait, Ooh. Do you like man lands that you can put an infinite amount of zero mana into? Okay, wait, now I'm lost. I... I... I, I'm also. I thought confused. you were about to talk about something really cool, and then you went somewhere completely. It just ladies and gentlemen, we are showing crackdown construct combo in modern. Okay, I have to be reminded what crackdown construct does. That's fine. I don't blame you. Most people probably do, even those who <laughs> played in either revolt standard. So crackdown construct is a four so mana sweet. two two artifact creature construct. Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact or creature that isn't a mana ability, Crackdown Construct gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So, Oh, my God. Oh, so Wandering Fumarole, I assume, is the card you're referring to outside of this, That's right? one. There are two. Yeah. You can oh, actually, is there? It, 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 follows the heartless sum, it follows the Heartless Summoning rule. It has eight. So the first one, as Austin said, was Wandering Fumarole, which is... A tap it enters tapped. You can tap it to add one blue or one red to your mana pool, but you can also pay two, then one blue, one red. Until end of turn, it becomes a one four blue and red elemental creature with pay zero. Switch this creature's power and toughness until end of turn. It's still a land. So you might be able to sort of figure out where this is going. You get wandering fumarole on the field, and you get crockdown construct on the field. Make fumarole a creature activate its ability which you pay zero but since you can pay zero and it's not once per turn you can do that as many times as you want and every time you switch its power and toughness crackdown construct gets plus one plus one until end of turn that's part of it but there's another man land that works with crackdown construct lava claw reaches so lava claw reaches is essentially the uh 
black and red version of Wandering Fumarill in terms of it enters tapped, and you can tap to add one black or one red. You can pay one of anything, one black and one red. Until the end of turn, it becomes a 2-2 black and red creature with pay X. This creature gets plus X plus zero until end of turn. It's still a land. You don't actually have to pay any mana for it. You can just activate the ability to pay zero and give it plus zero plus zero till end of turn as many times as you want. So it's another way to make Crackdown Construct get seven quadrillion power, seven quadrillion toughness or something like that. There's one problem, because I said it circumvented the Heartless Summoning Rule, but Jack, you might be asking, Crackdown Construct, that's, that's the only creature that can do that, right? Well, that specific ability, yes, but there is another four-mana card that works for this deck, which is Ceaseless Seer Blades. So Ceaseless Seer Blades is a three and a red elemental warrior that's a 2-4. Essentially, whenever you activate an ability of an elemental... Ceaseless Seer Blades gets plus one, plus zero oh until end of turn. Since all of the man lands uh, that are uh, in that cycle, Wandering Fumarole, Lava Claw Reaches, they, they become, become elementals. elementals. Yeah. It triggers that too. So it's another creature that can uh, activate off of them. So wow. that's, that's the main combo. Most of the rest of the deck is just trying to protect the combo. There's three spell skites in the main board, zero, four for two, pay for Xeon or blue, uh, redirect uh, the target of a spell or ability to spell skite. He runs one pact of negation, just to just straight up counter a spell and hope you don't die because, well, usually the upkeep cost isn't gonna be a problem because they're probably activating their removal spell right as you're attacking. It also runns four slip through space, uh, costs one blue, target creature can't be blocked this turn, draw a card. And if all else fails, you can just fling it at them. Oh, seems decent. But I mean, yeah, that's just kind of the core of the deck. It runs a little bit of removal in the form of four fatal push to get rid of the occasional uh, annoying creature. Other than that, it's just a lot of disruption to make sure that it doesn't, uh, the combo doesn't get disrupted. That's what you're hoping anyways. All right. That seems oh, the Tron sweet. matchup's terrible, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I bet. That, that seems that accurate. checks out. All right, All so... Right. Uh, uh, shall I go, go next? next? Do you want to go next? You can if you want I to. I got this. All right, so... Uh, this isn't necessarily new. It's not a new idea. Boo. But there was a card Boo. in the new upcoming set that really made me want to rethink this deck and just kind of give it a once-over again. And uh, see if you can guess what this deck is. Uh, the card that inspired me is Rakdos the Showstopper. Ral Zarek? I mean, Ladies card... and gentlemen, can I present for your approval Grixis Coin Flips? No. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm going to go get a bowl of cereal. So, wait, what? Bye. We're run. So, uh, so you know, there's, wait, a, there's a little what? card. There's a little card from Mirrodin Block oh, called Little Card. Mirrored in black. And uh, it lets you flip, if you would flip a coin, flip two mm -hmm. coins and ignore sure. one. So essentially you double your odds of getting whatever outcome you want, which makes coin flipping much better. You'd think. Y you would think. Okay, I I've seen decks like this before, and... Waste not wheels. You definitely can't play this deck on Mitko. Because if, no, you can't. It, you will lose because the Tiber will kill you. <laughs> no, the 
Mitko just dies when you try and flip a oh, coin. Oh, that's right. Mitko doesn't like coin flips. <laughs> it just dies. It's kind of a combo deck and kind of a mid-range deck and not really either. Oh. Well, thank God. Because you win, you can win a couple of different ways. Uh, you can win with just beating them with a big demon that killed their, or at least half of their board. You get to kill them with Sometimes Thanos. But no, your other way to win, aside from uh, Rakdos, the showstopper, is you're also playing Mana Clash. From, it's a uh, card from Ninth Edition. How do I delete someone else's post? <laughs> uh, you uh. and target opponent each flip a coin. Mana Clash deals one damage to each player whose coin came up tails. Repeat this process until both players' coins come up heads on the same flip. Now, fun fact, you oh, no. can run this with things like Double Cast. <laughs> and Crark's Thumb. And Crark's Thumb. And you're trying to get either just really valuable uh, coin flips with things like Rakdos mm -hmm. or uh, Stitch in Time. Oh, or, boy, uh, Ral Stitch in Ral Time. Ralzeric. Ralzeric as well. Then, uh, take all the extra turns. Yeah, and oh, then... God. You can also just uh, cast Mana Clash four times. The deck is Something. actually built around random chance. Yes. You know how it's hollow just I like, one. You know how no, hollow I like one it is though. Weaponized variants. This is just variants. No, no, this is like, just variants, and that's why I like it because it's like hollow one so, forces your opponent to go on I mean, that journey with fair. you. This deck is just like okay, I'm gonna sit here and roll dice to see if I win the game. So the question then comes down to. Are you playing Fiery Gambit or not? And if you are, then you should be having four of it in the deck because Fiery Gambit is the coolest I guess card you are flip coins. You are definitely running Fiery Gambit. So for those listening and those in, you know, the recording right now, Thank uh, you. Fiery Gambit is two in a red and you flip coins. Let's see, you flip coins until you lose a flip. Isn't that how it works? Or you can choose to stop Or you can to choose flipping. to stop, right. So... Uh, if you lose a flip, it does nothing. Uh, if you win yeah. one or more flips, then it deals three damage to one target creature. If you win two or more flips, it deals six to each opponent. And if you win three or more flips, you draw nine cards and untap all your lands. Uh, hold on. Yeah. So, um... Seems so seem pretty good. It's that pretty day. strong. I mean, if you have a Crockstum, you basically get to choose the outcome, right? So, you just have to hope that with the Crark's Thumb, you get all three in a row. So once you sure. get three flips in a row, you just choose to stop because flipping another coin doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. But you get all three effects. You get to bolt a creature, dome your opponent for six, and draw nine cards and untap all your lands. I've, I've seen a deck similar to this be like Mono Red, where you just play like this, and you play a bunch of burn spells, so it just kind of like untaps all your lands, and you're like, well, I just drew nine cards, and I bet a bunch of them are going to kill you now. And, uh, I mean, that's objectively probably a better deck, but in that deck, you don't get to run Stitch in Time or Rakdos. I mean, that's I mean, fair. That's well, fair. Well, I think you could do it with just Red Blue and you just play Stitch in Time and Ralzeric. I don't even know that's if you That's honestly need probably a better deck. Yeah. But um, I saw Jeff Hoogland play a mono red version of this deck. I think it was red on, this, uh, on his stream at one point. And uh, he passed a Fiery Gambit. His opponent right. was like, response. Kolagon's command, blow up your Krark's thumb. And he was like, 
Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, oh, God. without Crocstum, won three flips in a row. Oh! <laughs> and sent wow. his opponent to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Yo, sometimes oh, you just gotta God. do it. Exactly. It was oh, the coolest. So it was so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, man, it was so funny. Oh, jeez. Also, if you really want to get the rub-ins, you can run Carplusen Minotaur. So, this is the card that actually broke... That stream <laughs> is Carplusion Minotaur because he also plays that one. And this one is, like, you flip a coin every turn, right? Or no, it's... It no, is it's cumulative, cumulative upkeep. upkeep. Flip a coin. So, um, whenever you win a coin flip, it deals a damage to a creature or player. And then whenever you lose a coin flip, it deals a damage to target creature or player of an opponent's choice. They get to start targeting your stuff once you lose flips. See, no, what you do is you have Carpluz and Minotaur on the board, and then you ult Ralzeric. Ralzeric. I'm gonna take th I'm gonna take three turns and then also bolt something. That seems really sweet. I like it. So, uh, Woodsy, do you wanna go next? I, I I'll, I'll go next. Yeah, I, I know what so, you're presenting, so. So, have you ever sat down from your opponent and they go, Nope. Play Swamp, Dot sees you? I mean, well, don't, I've done it. yeah, it's annoying. Aiden does it all the time when he plays Traverse. Death Shadow gets me five times in a row. Well, this is the deck for you then. Thank God. <laughs> it plays every effect like uh, Dudecapod or Loxodon Smiter. Loxodon Smiter, which is one green white, and it's a 4 4 that can't be countered. But it has a line of text that says <laughs> if an opponent would ever make you discard it from your hand, it goes into play instead. And so, Woodsy has assembled an entire deck based around cards that have this line Same. of text in it. <laughs> this line of text. Uh, there are so many of them. Yeah, you, you play uh, a Johnny's Last Stand, which gives you a 4-4 angel, your avatar, with flying, if it's discarded by an opponent's effects, locks the Don Smiter, which is just a 4-4. Uh, sure. Dudecapod, which is a... It's a 3-3 that, when discarded, it, it becomes a 5-5. Five five. Wilt Leaf Legion. It does the discard thing. It comes to field. Well, it makes other other green and white creatures bigger. Sudnit Bailoth. <clears throat> Another 4-4 four four that gains you life. And the best card of all, Gorilla Tactics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Thank which, you. Which, when discarded, domes target creature or player for four. And, I was and... so excited to be, like, excited <laughs> with your deck. And now I was I'm just excited I'm to be just... excited, and then you did this. Then I'm just disappointed. And, and then, when your opponent is not playing Thassies, you play four Tarmogoyfs in the sideboard. Alright, so this is what upsets me the most about this deck. Tarmogoyf, Tarmogoyf is not a sideboard card. It does not go in the sideboard of any deck. It goes in the main board, uh, if anything. You had me until sideboard. Yeah, that's why I'm upset. Woodsy, I am totally on board with this plan. How do I delete two people from my chat? <laughs> so wait, better. what colors are you then? I am green, black, white. Oh, okay, Splashing. so you're Abzan. Splashing, Splashing. for guerrilla tactics. <laughs> Which is just hope they make me discard it so this deck becomes insanely good when jund is like top dog right when like liliana of the veil and thought seasons are just flying everywhere this probably kills eight rack huh they don't probably oh, like it oh it sure really does good. this deck probably would make eight rack cry a little bit can't confirm they would cry that was the point of the whole deck that and jund man you really just have it out for us huh 
Well, to be I fair, did. I know the other decks that you play, and they all die to Thoughtseize, so... So, you heard it here first, folks. If you're having problems with any of them pesky Jun players, <laughs> just give them an old obstinate Bela, and then they'll just scamper on back to whatever hole they crawled out of. That's not true. We'll just kill it with one of our, like, 19 removal spells. What do you want from us? All right. Oh, am I next? Oh, jeez. Yeah, you gotta go. Dang it. All right, so, last week, um, I half presented not really presented a deck i just said okay i'm gonna do this and woodsy you you've listened to our podcast so maybe you know exactly what i'm talking about but the other two i don't i don't know if you guys remember because i i mentioned it earlier and you guys had no idea or at least uh jack and aiden didn't so yeah. last week i had asked uh aiden to build a deck around a card called stomping slabs um so stomping slabs is the two in a red sorcery you reveal the top seven cards of your library and then put them on the bottom of your library in any order. And if a card named Stomping Slabs is revealed this way, it deals seven damage to target creature or player. Okay. I was like, I'm going to break this card. And it, it's not I remember this. It's not easy, but it's. I did find it. Okay, so basically your deck is blue-red. Uh, it's a lot of blue. There's a lot less red. But it's a lot of artifact-based stuff. So you play... Jace the Mind Sculptor, you play Faithless Looting and Serum Visions and Lightning Bolt and Is It Signet and Treasure Map to kind of like ramp up to your things. Your main combo pieces, like I said, is Stomping Slabs, which you don't ever want in your hand. The reason you play Elixir of Immortality is so that if you ever draw it, you can either use Jace the Mind Sculptor to put it back into your library and then shuffle with like a fetch land or something. Or you can discard it to Faithless Looting and then Elixir puts it back into your deck. The main combo requires technically three pieces, but two of them are kind of interchangeable. So you need one Mirror of Fate, which is another card that we mentioned last week. And it kind of got me on the idea of this deck. Uh, it's a five mana artifact that says tap, sacrifice it, choose up to seven cards uh, exiled that you control or you own. Uh, exile your entire library and then put those chosen cards on top. The other card that you need is Thrumming Stone, which is another five mana artifact that says spells you control have Ripple 4. The Ripple sure is kind of a weird mechanic, um, sure but basically, is. is whenever you cast a spell, you look at the top four cards of your library and you can cast any number of those cards that have the same name. So the way that it works is you get a Mirror of Fate into play with a Thrumming Stone and you either have one of two things. You either have a second Mirror of Fate or you have a Rings of Bright Hearth. The Rings of Bright Hearth is a three mana artifact that says whenever you whenever you activate an ability, basically, you can that isn't a mana ability, you can pay two mana and copy that ability. So... What you do is you copy the Mirror of Fate activation, exile your entire library, choosing nothing in exile, right? And then on the second time that, or when the second one resolves, you choose your four stomping slabs to put them into your, de your deck, right? And then you just draw a card however you want to, like on your next turn or with a Jace or whatever, or a Serum Visions, right? Cast it, Thrumming Stone then ripples four, so you take the top three cards of your deck, right? Um, you choose not to cast one of them so that it goes back on the bottom of your deck, which is also the top of your deck, doesn't really matter. And then the other three resolve, showing that stomping slabs, and you deal 21 to your opponent. Same <sighs> It's a little... Like, obviously, the deck has some fragileness to it, right? Obviously. Because drawing your stomping slabs is, like, super bad for you. But the, the main, like, way that it works 
uh, and the main way to get these combo pieces into play is it plays four reshape. So X blue blue as an additional cost to cast it, you sacrifice an artifact and then you go get an artifact with CMC X or less and put it directly into play. And then you also play four Tezzeret the Seeker. Three blue blue, uh, Planeswalker comes with four loyalty. His plus lets you untap essentially your mana rocks, which is kind of important. Uh, and then it's minus X is search your library for an artifact card with CMC X or less and put it into play, just like reshape basically. And it also has the sort of secondary win con on him as well, which is the minus five, all your artifacts become creatures that are uh, base power and toughness five. They just become five fives or whatever, and you just start swinging at your opponent. Like you play Darksteel Citadel as like a another artifact to sacrifice to reshape, as well as being like a five five idiot under Tezzeret and stuff. The combo is just it is a little fragile, but it's very much like a star aligning combo where you are just trying to assemble these three to four pieces, and when everything aligns perfectly, your opponent just dies. This deck's worst matchup, on top of a bunch of Thoughtseize effects is probably like a single martyr of sands like I, I don't know if it can beat that honestly if your deck is gaining a couple of life and you're not really dealing a whole lot of damage to yourself this deck has probably a hard time dealing with it just because it has to stone stopping slabs your opponent a bunch and then also like bolt them a bunch just to make sure that it works and it just isn't gonna work out so that that kind of sucks I mean, the deck still seems hilarious. I mean, it's definitely funny. That's kind of the idea, was how funny can I make this combo and can I make it work? The deck itself is is very, like, four of heavy, but it's really funny. So, that's sure. what matters. That Thank was the you whole for idea. providing me with this. With this deck? This deck is sweet. Yes. I like this deck a this lot. Is, this, is, this is phenomenal. I, I just you. really wanted to make stomping slabs work, and it took a while. But, like, I was like, how, do, how can I make Mirror of Fate work? with stomping slabs uh and then i was like wait what if i copy the ability oh man what if i put rings of bright earth in it and then the whole deck just like exploded oh look we got there <laughs> that's, hey guys we did it that's the other day so um, guys we did it the other day i sent a message in the discord i'm like hey i did it and everyone was like what are you talking about and i'm like i did it i did it guys <laughs> and it was like two in the morning <laughs> yeah this deck is sweet i like it a lot it's uh, it's a lot of fun, or at least it looks like it's a lot of fun. I wouldn't know. I'm not gonna build it. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. But if you I'm if right. you ever wanted a list, like there is definitely going to be a list on our Tap Dad account. Which speaking of, quick plug, there's a Tap Dad account with all the decks that we present, and we put the lists up there. All right, so we're gonna move on to our second segment of the podcast called Fresh Brews, where uh, if you haven't been on the podcast before, you won't know, but. What we do is each one of us gives a random card that we have found and kind of scoured the internet for um, to another person on the podcast and tell them to build a Yee. deck around it. And usually it's a modern deck, but sometimes it becomes standard. That just happens. We'll have the guest star start off this week. This one's for you. Me? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Orcish Artillery. It cannot be as bad as some other orcish cards. Oh my god. A certain other orcish card that will remain unnamed, therefore never, it is not put up on the screen. It's never put on the screen. Okay, so orcish artillery <laughs> is a, it's an orc warrior from 10th edition. It's a 1-3 for 1 red red. You tap it to deal 2 damage to anything you want, and then it deals 3 damage to you. So I've got it. You play Rakdos Death Shadow. 
Death Shadow decks have iconically are just trying to lower lower their life totals a bunch, right? This lets you deal two damage to something and then three damage to yourself, right? Well, you're actually just targeting yourself. So you tap this moron to just lava axe yourself five <laughs> life totals <laughs> and make your Death Shadow five bigger because your deck is also running like three teamer battle rages honestly 100 percent. so the people listening probably know this too but if you guys haven't looked it up the flavor text for this card is amazing <laughs> it's uh so they went so they want to kill my men well two can play at that game <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you give another card to somebody else all right bubbles jack i'm gonna give you the easy one please Prototype I feel like it's just like a common theme at this point that Jack gets the easy one. I appreciate it. I'm going to give you a difficult one this week. Prototype oh, same. Portal is the uh, card you have. Oh. Prototype I actually, portal. I really like this card. Is so, Prototype Portal is here? a four-mana artifact oh, with boy. imprint. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may exile an artifact from your hand, and then you pay X and tap it to create a token that's a copy of the exiled card. X is the converted mana cost of the card imprinted. What artifact do you want to make a bunch of copies of? Memnite. Got it. Black Lotus. <laughs> you know, making multiple copies of Black Lotus seems like just a relevant thing you can do. Actually, but, uh, I suppose you, you can't do that. You modern. could kind of, you could exile a Lotus Bloom Bloom with this. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, oh that's actually oh. really good. Just you would basically just make this into a Gilded Lotus for four mana. That but, seems. Fine, I That's suppose, cool. in the right deck. That's well, just cool. It's not oh, even man, that, actually. It's it's tap it, make a Black Lotus real quick. Sure. So you actually could hold on to them, and then just, like, after three or four turns of this, just fireball your opponent with them. All right. Uh, dredge Jack. Uh, mind Lich Mass. Dredge. Mind Lich Mass? Oh, Mind, mind Leech Mass? Yeah. I know this mind card. Leech. I used to play this, like... Back when I was really bad at magic. Like, really, really bad at magic. When did you stop? Being really, really bad at magic. <laughs> Thank well, I mean, you, Jack. I win FMs. Something you can't do. Hey! Yeah. Never, Mind Leech uh, Mass is a Mind Leech Mass. huge buddy. <laughs> it's a big, hor horrific boy. He's one big Five boy. of blue and two black for a 6-6 six, six with trample. Mind Leech Mass deals whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you may look at that player's hand. If you do that play you may play a non land card without playing its mana cost. Why don't you just no. like through the breach this at your opponent? That's honestly what I was thinking is you just through the breach, hit them, steal a thing from their hand, and then fling it. So this is You just cast not anything a, from their deck or like, anything yeah. from their hand. No, it's from their hand. Yeah. Funnily enough, I think this deck's Tron matchup is really good. He was like, hey, I'm going to steal your card. Is that cool? All right, sweet. Thanks. You punch them for six, right? Steal their Emrakul because they're playing through the breach. And then you cast Emrakul. And then you go to your next turn because you're casting Emrakul. <laughs> Bogles, Jack, do you want to present your cards? Do you want to? Oh, do I? Yeah, um, go ahead. All right. Jack, build me a deck. Yes. Around Celestial Ancient. Is this the one that's like whenever you cast an enchantment, do something? Something like that. Yeah, it's three white, white, flying, three, three. Whenever you cast an enchantment, you put a one, one counter on each creature you control. Okay, so this goes in uh, Selesnya Enchantress. Enchantress effects, you got the, it's a uh, Mesa Enchantress. 
There's um, Eidolon. there's the new one. Yeah, there's Eidolon of Blossoms. There's, there's Seder uh, Enchanter. Enchanters. Um, Mesa Enchantress, Viridian Enchantress. There's a couple from like way back when, but they're not in modern. Yeah, there's so. there's there's a couple from not in modern legal sets, yeah. but I think honestly this probably goes in that deck as like a top end finisher. Maybe. I mean. Because then you play you play this, yeah. play a bunch more enchantments, and then now your enchantresses can swing. I mean, it's sure, I guess. It does kind of, like, pump your idiots. And you're drawing a bunch of cards for whenever you cast an enchantment, too. So like, yeah, so my, it's like, play an enchantment, thing, draw two cards, get the enchantments effect, and then put a 1-1 counter on everything. Yeah, my, my favorite thing about this, as well as all the enchantment enchantress effects, is that, like, they're all cast triggers. So you're still getting the effects even if nice. the enchantment is like countered which is really nice yeah so yeah i, I think that's really cool all right jack what have you uh, got for i've me? got okay so Hit me. i've got a you like enraged cards i mean yeah I do actually. well this is kind of like enrage uh build me a deck around phytohydra if damage would be dealt to photohydra uh put that many one-on-one counters on it instead all right so i've got it you um you put this in a naya deck that uh, it plays like a couple of these. It plays Stuffy Doll, and it play you know, and then it and then it plays like Shivan Meteor, and Blasphemous oh, Act. Hear me now. There, so, there's another one that it can. What's play. that? Well, it's in it's in standard right now. It does twenty damage. Starve Extinction. But that's, <sighs> but that's seven mana. Shivan Shivan Meteor. I can suspend on three. And uh, Blasphemous Act gets cheaper for every creature in play, right? Then and they just deal like thirteen damage, just target idiot or all idiots. And like with the Stuffy Doll in play, that also deals thirteen to your opponent. And with the Phytohydra, it becomes a fourteen fourteen. So seems seems strong. This card's kind of sweet because it can't it can't be fatal pushed, and bolting it is actually bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not great to bolt it. All right, Woodsy, this card isn't, like, super exciting, but it's a card that I saw, and it just made me go, why? Build me a deck around a card called Wandering Ones. It is very boring, but the art and the flavor text got me on this card. Oh, I've seen this card before. Wandering Ones. Well, this goes in five-color spirits. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> it's a spirit. No, it doesn't. And a 1-1 one, one becomes the... <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it goes, it goes, it goes in bad color spirits. Oh I never man! Never said it was good spirits. How many bad one drops can I play, and is it all of them? That art is just super trippy, man. It is. It's very do, weird. Actually, you just play mono blue weenies. That's like flying men, but they don't fly. Yeah. But at that point, why aren't you just playing flying men? Because uh, I got forced to put this in a deck. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> All right, moving on. Woodsy, you like crappy cards, right? <laughs> Do I ever. Build me a deck around Mycosynth Golem. I know this one, actually. Thanks so Mycosynth Golem is a 4-5 for 11. It has affinity for artifacts, so it costs one less for every artifact that you control. Well, and me. then it makes all of your artifact creature spells also have affinity for artifacts. So this is where you get away with uh, uh, playing big, stupid, dumb things while also playing 
four ornithopters, four midnights. It's like affinity, and then you slam this for like one mana, and then you slam like worm coils. Yeah. Oh man, oops, there's some worm coils. And to really spice it up, you place shimmering myrrh in it, so that way you can go at your instep. Here's a here here's a worm coil. Dredge Jack, you like things in your graveyard, right? I love things in my graveyard. How did you know? I yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're Was it something is about my name? I wonder what would give you that impression. I want you to build me a deck around Cedrus the Traitor King. Three blue, black, red. He's a legendary creature that's a five five. Each creature in your graveyard has unearth for two and a black. So you just put it into play with Ooh. haste and then it exiles at the end step. Or whenever it would leave okay. play. I think this goes as a one of in some kind of Grixis zombies brew. Like zombie tribal. Okay. Because it is a zombie. It is a zombie. And Relative. it is a legendary Relative creature, creature so you really don't want all that many of them. And you're putting it in Grixis because it costs Grixis. <laughs> sure. No, no other reason. And no other reason. But if you're, but if you think about it, if you're in Grixis, you get access to a lot of really good zombies. But you also get to run um, things like Diagraph Captain. You, you get to run so basically, you're just sure. running a bunch of really good zombies. And then if you aren't able to kill your opponent, you play this thing and then bring back all the zombies that died over the course of this game and just alpha strike them to death. What you can do with Cedrus though. Is you play Conjurer's Closet, which is a five mana artifact that says at the at the beginning of your end step, you choose one of your creatures and it exiles and then immediately comes back. Like it just flickers out real quick. So if you flicker out a card that you had unearthed that turn, it sticks around forever. Alright, Jack. Oh, Are no. you ready? No. Build me a deck around Spellweaver Helix. Spellweaver Helix. Another imprint? Are you kidding card. me? It is an imprint card. It's All a right, three so... mana artifact that when it comes into play, you imprint your exile two sorceries from a single graveyard. And whenever any card is played that has the same name as one of the imprinted cards, you get a copy of the other one and you get to cast it for free. You may remove two target sorcery cards in a single graveyard from the game. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when one's played, you get a copy of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, my mind immediately drifted towards some really stupid approach to the second sun deck. And that's where my mind's kind of staying. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> so hear me out. Best case scenario, you mill two approach to the second suns, and then you play this, and then you play another approach to the second sun and just win. Now, that's best case scenario, so I understand. Maybe you're a little skeptical. So you can also exile approach to the second sun and a card that you run like an... Uh, a sorcery card that you run like four of in your deck i don't know what it'd be but it'd probably be a blue or white sorcery so that if you hit that you immediately copy approach of the second sun if you just kept like... copying approach if you copied approach a bill if you all you have to do is copy approach twice and you've won i was thinking like you play like cards like faithless looting and stuff right to put, like, put sure. cards in your graveyard. And then you imprint either like Faith of Suiting or like Serum Visions or something with an mm -hmm. approach to the second sun. And then you just like Serum cast approach, Serum cast approach. Yeah, yeah. approach to the second sun is immediately where my mind drifted with this card. Alright, well those are my yeah. three. Alright. Who wants to go first? Okay. I'll go first. Alright. Bogle's Jack. Uh. You like Orzov, right? I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's my favorite guild. They're really getting the shaft in uh, Allegiance, but... Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, build me a deck <laughs> around Kingpin's pet. 
<laughs> this card's so bad. Oh, man. I picked it because he's got gold chains and brass knuckles with spikes on what them. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God, he does. He really does. Oh, that. my God, I've never so, realized that. Kingpin's pet pet is a one, one uh, white, one black card. Um, it's a thrall with uh, flying and exhort, ex exhort, extort. It's a two, two. Why do you do this to me? That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I like the artwork a lot, actually. I do too. Yeah, the, the art's pretty good. I do enjoy that. It's a, a thrall. Lot. It goes in the thrall deck. Yeah, it goes in the thrall deck. There we go. Chop, chop, move on. No. How many thrills uh, are in modern? That's a good question. How many thrills are in modern? I'm kind of curious now. All right, I've got you. Don't worry, dog. There's 12 thrills in modern. I apologize. Yeah, 12 cards that include thrill. Um, yeah, this just goes in the thrill deck. Um, you run it alongside thrill parasite, uh, morning thrill, um, feral abomination. <laughs> um. Dutiful Thrill is probably the best one of the bunch. Man, Feral Feral Abomination is actually like super good. A five five. It's for super six on flavor touch. because Feral Abomination is exactly what I'd call this deck. This is a Feral Abomination. <laughs> you can run Mavyabzadat as a pseudo lord because you can sack a creature to give creatures plus one plus one treasury thrall is a reanimator card that brings it back to your hand that brings a thrall you lost back to your hand there um, you go you could add it could bring back thrall's surgeon which is a one in a black one one with one in a black sacrifice it look at target player's hand and choose a card from it that player discards that card activated only 10 time you could act uh cast wow. a sorcery now hear Thrall me out on that that's real bad fantastic artwork no it's two mana it, thoughtsies it's fine right it's two mana better thoughtsies because it's not non-land it is card oh it is any card you could grab a tron land and then surgical it oh. i stand oh. corrected huh. hot that seems hotness it, that yeah that seems kind I'm of in. you just wait until they search and then you you just wait until they search with the expedition map and then you sack it and surgical yeah you could do i like that. it i like it a lot it's dumb. See, so yeah, as I, like I was it. saying, it goes in the thrill deck. <laughs> all right, Curves who's well. next? This guy. Woodsy, go next. Yeah. All right. I want to go last. Right. Woodsy. Woodsy, I want you to build me a deck around Avatar of Woe. Hey. Whoa. I think I've built. I think I've built a deck around Avatar of Woe before. I like Avatar of Woe. So you play Avatar of Woe in the uh, mono black devotion deck. And what okay. you do, so obviously you play four street rates just so you can get four free creatures in there. Sure. And then uh, you obviously, you know, you play Gary. No, you can't forget Gary. Gary's the, like one of the best ones. Gary. Gary. Ha <laughs> ha, Gary. What's my grandson's name again? <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. I like Avatar of Woe. And mono black yeah, put it, seems sweet for it. I, I think that's probably about the only place I would play this. Unless you was like yeah, you some don't... weird like faithless looting discard a bunch of creatures deck. Or or you you play this in the living in deck as a backup plan. <laughs> if you don't quite get there. Your opponent your opponent plays meddling mage and names living end and then you're like all right sweet play this moron. <laughs> Go. All right, let's get going. <laughs> it's going to be a slugfest now, boys. Yeah. 
Seems sweet. All right. I like it. All right, what do you got for me? Austin, Hit last me. last card of the show. Hit me. Build me a deck around Quicksilver Elemental. Three and two blue for a three four elemental creature. You can pay a blue, and that's also that's a grayed out blue because this was mirrored in block, sure and they didn't know how to do colors yet. <laughs> <laughs> Quicksilver Elemental gains all activated abilities of target creature until end of turn. You may spend blue mana as though it were mana of any color to pay the activation cost of Quicksilver Elemental's abilities. Hmm. Man, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, I'm assuming that this just goes with, like, Necroticus. Because Necroticus has very similar, you know, ways that it works. You could have, like, Quicksilver Elemental, and you pay a blue, copy Devoted Druid, pay a blue, copy, um, what, uh... What's the name of that card? Quill Spike. And then, like, you know, make a green or whatever with its ability. Untap it with the Devoted Druid ability. Use the green on Quill Spike's ability to remove the 1-1 counter from it and give it plus 3, plus 3. Yeah, like, there's, there's like, all sorts of things you can do with this. All right, I've got it. So you, you, play, you play Quicksilver Elemental, okay? Kay. You play it in Mono Blue Tim's. And mainly this is just Tims. so yeah. So mainly this is just so you can like pay a blue, at, uh, target Arcanist the Omnipotent, and then like tap both of them to draw six cards, because like drawing a bunch of cards is really good. <laughs> Helps. And that's all I really want to ever do. But you can make some sort of infinite combo where you you can you can make infinite mana with this card a bunch of different ways, right? This is the ravings of a madman. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's like a thousand different combos you could do with this. What do you want from me? Okay, I'm just going through all of them. I broke Austin. No, it's just, I, there's so many combos, and I just wanted to talk about all of them. Austin enveloped into a black hole of infinite combos he could do with this card, absorbing half of the entire planet and turning this into a doomsday scenario, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Alright, everyone. <laughs> That's been the Wait, Idiot Brewery for this here. week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Knight um, of Saint Trap. You are not. I'm Knight I of have Saint been Trapped. Knight of Saint with Trapped. special I, guest Lab Maniac. I'm Knight of Saint Trapped. I'm joined here with my normal co-host, the Grolin and Nextdoor Lolly, as well as a guest star, Sir Woodsy. Uh, I apologize for Maniac. his profile picture and Laboratory Maniac, There's which uh, did not make an appearance today. I would just like to say, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the like button, comment in our videos, give us some fresh brew ideas. And, push a uh, bird off a cliff. Don't push a bird off a cliff. Don't smack your grandma. Your and we will face. see you all next Saturday at noon. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Professionals, don't worry about it.